Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and a self-care tip to keep your week going. So today's a really special episode that I'm editing because this is the first one my son is sitting in with me on. Um, so he's actually hearing this whole episode. So this is kind of special and it's really really aligned today also because my guest is a new mom. Um, so all the things just had to come on and share that. Right, AJ? Um, he's smiling, looking at looking at me like, Bob, what are you doing right now? Um, so let's start with the marketing tip of the day. So marketing tip of the day, let's talk more about the importance of video marketing. I've probably talked about this, I don't know, numerous times in the past, but they're saying now that 50% of content being put out now is video. And statistically, if you are not doing video with closed captions, at least a certain percent of the time, people are missing out on what you're saying. There are 50% of listeners, I keep saying 50%, but literally this is accurate things I've been reading for a period of time now. Um, 50% of listeners when they're watching videos don't actually have the sound on. So if you, they're scrolling their feeds and they're not they don't have their volume on and there's no closed captions in the context, they are on to the next thing. Do not miss out on your viewership by not adding closed captions to your videos. It does need to be every time. You can also have a title and put like sound on, um, but just something along those lines of knowing like the if you do that, you have more ways of accessing people. So that is my marketing tip of the day. My self-care tip of the day is really about creating some sort of, I mean, Allie talks about this on the episode. I'll tell more about my guest shortly. But creating boundaries in terms of, I mean, I think as a new mom, I've just really learned the importance of creating boundaries and not always getting back to people as fast as I used to. Because one of the main qualities that I really wanted to stand by with my brand was, AJ, you have something you want to say? <laughs> was being responsive um, in a fairly timely manner from when people reach out to me. And I've just learned that like, as a new mom, you things come up that are completely completely out of your control. So I think you just need to be, right, AJ? Completely out of our control. <laughs> so you just need to be flexible and um, flexible and patience um, are two things I'm definitely learning in this, in this new motherhood journey of mine. So I'm really excited to bring on my amazing guest today. We have the amazing Allie Joyce, who is a top producing agent in the Boston area. And she is a new mom. Um, by the time this episode's live, she will be a new mom and will also will know the gender of her child. And AJ is so excited because he's going to have a new friend. Right, AJ? Yeah. So um, I'm so excited for Allie to share more about the importance of joining a team. We also go into more depth of, you know, how much like time it takes to really grow as an agent and you know great things and hard work take time but it really pays off and it's so worth sticking it out um, when you really when you really love what you do um so i'm really excited for you all to meet Allie and um hear her amazing inspiration and advice as always and stay tuned for the amazing Allie joyce The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. 
to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be back on Becoming Next on Scene with top producing real estate agent, Allie Joyce in the Boston area. Hi, Allie. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Jackie. Always love having you. And you're just growing in so many areas, including a new child on the horizon. By the time this will be live, you will have a child. That is so exciting. How are you feeling? Like actually growing a human. Um, I'm feeling fine. As you know, like um, from hearing me complain, I had a I had a rough first 20 weeks. So nothing is as bad as that. That's my perspective. But I'm definitely getting antsy and ready for baby's arrival. Yeah. And Allie doesn't know the gender yet, everyone. So by the time this will be live, we will know the gender of her child. That is very exciting. <laughs> exactly. Big shocker for everyone who knows me personally that being you like called on everyone would have yeah exactly <laughs> so funny yeah because you're such a planner it's so true it's so right yeah exactly so let's talk about basically becoming a mother and working like how has that lifestyle been for you like in terms of finding that adjustment because somebody's not feeling great you know and like you're you're tired more like share more about that totally well I always I'm a big believer in you know, things happening for a reason. And I was very lucky that during the height of my sickness, I had happened to get just a bunch of deals under agreement. So all I had to do was follow them through. Now, in an ideal world, you're still prospecting, but I at least was able to have income coming in and able to rest as much as possible because... (laughs) I basically had to be horizontal or I was just throwing up. (laughs) But I was still, when I had to be out, you know, there were times where I was on showings and had to, you know, just barely got out in the nick of time Um, and obviously not showing great faith in the house if the house makes me, you know, throw up. But um, (laughs) so um, it was interesting. It was an interesting transition because I always felt like I could mind over matter. And for the first time in my life, I couldn't. And so it was showing me early on and training me that I was not going to be 100% in control in this process and as a mother. And so as I started to feel better, I kind of started to act as if, you know, I knew what my schedule was going to be like in terms of childcare. And so I said, okay, like, these are my days where I'm going to be working from home. And now I need to honor that. Like I need to create those boundaries. I need to honor that. And um, it's been challenging, not with clients, but with myself, um, keeping those boundaries. Because I'm used to someone saying jump and then I say how high. But I'm also lucky in that um, before I got pregnant, I had been starting to build out a team. So I was, I am able to offload some things to the team and it's been forcing me to do that. And then the other thing I would say is just like the amount of scheduling and like reminders that I have is, you know, insane. I mean, I have to say like, I said just to you earlier, your pregnancy <laughs> green is really, really impressive. Like you really are handling this very well, Allie. That's all I got to say. <laughs> It's so funny. I feel like I have like sundowners pregnancy brain though. Cause like towards the end of the day, I will, um, I like that. Totally, yeah. Right. I'll totally like 
I won't even, I'll be like slurring my words and not even know it. Okay, but that's fair. Very, right? like, That's normal. The fact that you could be on until sundown, though, I mean, is right. right? Yeah, <laughs> true. Well, you're right there. I mean, so female entrepreneur barely taking any time off and right. still running a successful you figure it business. Out, right. You figure it yeah. out. But I really appreciate the vulnerability because I think a lot of people, especially whether they're listening or not, can relate to that on so many levels because just becoming a mother changes your whole life. Like from the time you get pregnant, like you're just feeling different things. You can't function exactly the same the way you used to. It's just so thank you for being open and sharing that. So yeah, no worse. Let's talk more about like building a team because for those who are listening from the beginning, like Ali, you've grown so much over the past couple of years, which is so fun to watch, right? So tell us more about like, what goes into like Allie building this team? What are some goals you have? I know you're kind of opening the doors to new people that are interested to like learn more about the opportunity. So can you share more about that? Definitely. So I think a lot of people are drawn to real estate because it can be this amazing career. And once you get to a certain point, you can have autonomy, you can have endless income, but you have to get there. And so there are some scary statistics out there. So for example, 10%, so 10% of all the agents out there, like in the US, make 90% of the income. So that means there's a lot of agents out there not making any money. And that probably is why 87% of agents quit after the first five years, because it is really hard to get started out there. Part of it is because there's no infrastructure. There's many different ways to to be successful, but you have to actually commit yourself to that. And so for, you know, whatever reason I've been able in the past, you know, six years to build up a steady business where I've done, you know, almost 200 transactions and over 80 million in sales. And I'm kind of at the point where I feel really comfortable in that. I still love selling. But I want to start bringing on agents to help them get to that level too. So um, I started, you know, I started a team. It kind of happened very organically. I had an agent approach me saying they wanted to learn from me. And I said, oh, okay, you do? So sure. So there's an element of, you know, formal training, on-the-job training, and coaching and accountability. And, and my whole philosophy is that you need to honor where you are in the process while continuing to challenge yourself. And there needs to be a foundation of positive mindset in order to, to ride out the waves because, you know, at first it's going to be getting business. And then once you get business, it's going to be the deals <laughs> because there are, there's no real estate deal that is not smooth sailing. Um, there's always something that comes up and it can totally throw you for a loop. Makes a lot of sense. And in terms of like what goes into being a team member, like are there, because you always hear things like commitments like once a week, like how, what are goals mm-hmm. that you're trying to obtain with your team? Like, are you open to sharing? I know you're still building. Yeah. find it fascinating, so. No, definitely. So I think um, the goal, a couple of things like in terms of commitment, like the the person would need to be a full-time agent. It's really hard to be successful if you're not a full-time agent. Um, and so it would be, neither of us would be setting each other up for success. So you have to be a full-time agent. 
Um, I do have weekly team meetings as well as weekly one-on-one coaching calls. And then there are also group trainings every Wednesday. So ideally, you'd be able to participate in those. And in terms of, you know, you're, you're free to do your own business as much as you can. You work a lot in real estate. That's the reality of it. It's a 24-7 job. Even when you're taking a day off or you're on vacation, you're on call. That's the nature of the business. And you should really love the business in order to be able to do that. And so, you know, you'd have to be obviously willing to work hard. And then, of course, I would do training, um, you know, on like boots on the ground training with my own deals. So being available for shadowing me and on all that type of thing. So I would say anyone who has a license is looking to do it full time, is not afraid of hard work, is open to some of the principles that I believe in, which is definitely focusing on your mindset and meeting yourself where you are, but constantly challenging yourself and someone who has, you know, a growth mindset because I'm looking to create something really big here. Right now, I'm about a $30 million producer. We're looking to do $50 million this year. And we just want to keep growing and growing and growing. So if someone is excited by that, you know, that would be a great fit. There's so much potential. That's the thing in your industry. Like there's endless growth if you put your mind to it, right? Like to look at where you started to now, like look how much you've grown, right? So awesome. I know. It's crazy because when I first started, I had a number in mind and I was like, that's all I need. I just need to do this. And if I can get there... I'll be thrilled. And that's all I want. And I have surpassed that number five times over and I can't even believe it, you know? And so I can, I want to help other people get there too, because it is doable. Totally. So for people who don't know you, like why real estate? Why did you choose to go into real estate? So I always was obsessed with real estate since I was a child, which is kind of strange. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if it was just in my blood, my family, when my mother started, the family came from Lebanon, everyone invested in real estate. And it was often, I spent a lot of time as a little girl with my mother, grandmother, and great grandmother. So I was always privy to like very adult conversations. And you know, you talk about who owns this, who owns that. We drive around Boston. Oh, remember when we owned that and this neighborhood has turned. And so it was always in my ear. And I had an uncle who owned a lot or still owns a, a lot of property in Ohio. And he um, was always a mentor of mine as well. So, you know, I was a young girl. We were visiting family friends in South Boston and Telegraph Hill neighborhood. And I loved that neighborhood so much. Like I just, and I remember thinking like one day I'm going to own an apartment here and then I'm going to rent it out and I'll keep buying them. And my parents were like, how old were you at this point? I was young. I think just like eight or something. Like I was just really young. And, and what's crazy, you know, you think about the law of attraction and I put that out in the universe so strongly as a young child, like innocent and not jaded. Totally. That come, you know, when I was 24, like I made that happen. And then I read The Secret, you know, soon after that. And I was like, holy crap. Like I forgot that I had put that out in 
in, I'd put that out there. And so it's, so that's kind of, so my real estate journey, I guess this is a bit of like a fairy tale. So I was in finance and I was, had a well-rounded sales experience. I was an individual sales contributor and manager and I did sales operations um, for uh, senior management. And then I just, it became very clear. I was just in the wrong industry because my clients in finance who are advisors would say, oh, what are you, you know, what are you invested in? I'm like, I'm holding on to cash to invest in real estate. <laughs> like, um, we're selling ETFs and mutual funds over here, Ali. You know, like, so I just made the plunge one day and never looked back. But it was Love really it. hard. You know, those the first year was really, really hard. I mean, but you've you've made it now so many years later. Ali, you're still like newer in real estate. Are you considered newer? Like, what is even like? Can yeah, I mean, I guess. Can you discuss that? Because we had talked about that a long time ago of like three years and under, and like the success you've achieved in three years. People, I mean, now you're four years at this point, four or five years, right? Yeah, so, I'm. I'm on my sixth year, so five years under my belt. But no, it's true. I mean, a lot of people. Um, I'm always surprised because real estate. That's another reason to to have a team and to is that real estate, you're on a bit of an island. So you're like, I have no idea how I'm doing relative to other people. I know how I'm doing relative to myself. And I've experienced growth every single year. You know, in the first few years, it was 50% or it was 100% growth. Um, And so now, so you're right. Like there are, but I talk to people who say they, you know, had the same amount of years experience as me, but have not done nearly as many transactions. And I, you know, I, I have to dig into their business and find out why, but I'm like, if I can do it, you can do it. Good. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, the people who join my team, I can teach them to achieve that as well. Totally. And I think too, like if you're open to talking about this, like I think that in any job you take on, especially as an entrepreneur, there's this judgment factor of mm-hmm. like, like especially when you're growing right like you there's this concept of like oh my god I'm not good enough to achieve these goals or people aren't going to take me seriously because I'm not in the business for as long like I remember like I've done that we talked about it like I feel like some can you give advice to people now that you're like six years in like what what advice do you have for them if they're currently going through something like that it's such a good point and it's hard I mean I think that specifically as it relates to real estate, if you are on a team, you can rely on your team's success, the group, and say, I'm a part of this. And as a whole, this is what we have for experience. But I think everyone has a translatable story. And the most important thing about sales, which as a business owner, you have to sell yourself too, is that it's a transfer of energy. And so if my energy is confident in my abilities, I'm going to be able to transfer that over to the potential client. And that in, in some ways that's your words don't even matter, right? Because it's how you say it versus what you're saying. Totally true. So good. I just feel like there's so many people, whether they they're in there starting their business, they're at that like three-year curve where they're just getting over the ladder. Is it worth continuing? Like, yes, it is. Like there there is another side to this, right? Like, but it's hard work. Just like you said, like it really is. I love that. And it's not, it's, yeah, it's not glamorous. Yeah. (laughs) Most of it is not glamorous. No. 
But I mean, if you love what you very do, well you're though. never working like a day in your life when you love what you do, right? Like that is so true. It's just a part of who you are. So true. I love that. We always have these philosophical conversations. Then you know, we always get deep. <laughs> so um, can you, before you like talk about fun facts about Allie, can you tell everyone how they can reach out, learn more information about joining your team and all the things? Um, yes, definitely. So best way to reach out to me is, um, I would say my cell, it's 339-237-0783 or email Allie at AllieJoyce.com. And that's A-L-I at A-L-I-J-O-Y-C-E.com. And um, of course, follow me on Instagram, AllieJoyce1. And I'll follow you back. So I'll keep an eye on for it. <laughs> we will make sure she does. Love it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So Allie, let's play some fun facts. So for people, no, I I know fun facts about you at this point. So this will just be <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm fun yeah, let's, um, For people who don't know Allie, Allie loves crocheting. She just crocheted this gorgeous blanket for her new baby and a lovey. So what could even like, how did crocheting even come about? And like, please share more about that. <laughs> That's so funny. So I know it's kind of like a, a granny hobby. So I, my great grandmother, who I was very close to as a child, taught me to sew and crochet. And she... And so as when COVID hit, I found that I really needed something to do with my hands because especially like when the lockdown happened and no one knew what was going on. And so I decided to pick up crocheting again. And it's something that I really find relaxing. It's kind of a good, like, I don't know if you've heard of like flow activity, like yeah. where your, your mind is consumed, but you know, it's like, it's easy. It's, easy enough that you can like do well, all you're thinking about and what you're doing right like it's yeah exactly exactly so it's like a great way to like take up time mm-hmm. I love that so how long does it actually take you to finish a project um so it depends how much time I can put towards it because <laughs> sometimes I, I know so like and if, so I guess like if it's the winter like I could finish it really quickly but if it's like in the spring or summer, then like it's going to take me months. months, months. Totally. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, why don't we use your baby blanket and love you as an example? How long did it take you to finish that? Um, It took me, I guess it wasn't the the little like the blanket wasn't bad. I did that when I was in Ireland mostly. So that was like two weeks. And then, but that Ellie, that's even impressive. Hard. Okay. That's impressive. Two weeks. But you know what, though, like the blankets, I'm good at blankets. I've gotten to a good groove with them, but the lovey was hard. That's why it doesn't have a face. So like (laughs) I did the blanket really easily. And then I just like died over like the arms and legs and head. And I tried to do the face in a million ways and it didn't. um, Listen, because you don't know the gender, it's probably better right now that it's neutral, right? Like you just don't know. Exactly. It's abstract. It's an abstract one. I love it. All right. Another. So what's one thing you miss the most pregnancy wise? Because you get deprived of so many things. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, You know what I've been missing very recently is sushi. No way. Yes. Like very recently, I'm like, "Mm, I could go for that <laughs> that's coming soon so that's yeah gonna, yes. that's gonna be like your first meal after birth i know we'll see like time will tell i guess right totally that's so funny i love that okay and what's a bucket list place um that you want to travel to that you haven't been yet for the next year or in the life i don't know if i'll be able to go during the next year that's but a good i want to go to <laughs> the <Egypt. laughs> 
Egypt. I love that. Yes. Okay, for what I did Egypt. Because I like the type of vacations where you can like do lounging and like fun touristy things. So obviously Egypt is incredibly rich in history. And then you could also, you know, stay at this gorgeous hotel in the Nile and have a couple pool days. So sounds pretty kind of thinking like it's the best of both worlds with that. I love that. You and David are such avid travelers. Like even for your honeymoon, you guys went to Africa, didn't you or something? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I went to South Africa. So it was one of the best trips in my life. Yeah. What is that flight wise? How many hours is that? I think it was like 20 or 18. And it's not I a direct flight, I did right? it. And it's not a direct flight. You no, know, you could not direct fly direct, which in that sense was probably a blessing because like we broke it up. Right. We had, we had to fly New York to Johannesburg and then Johannesburg to, to Kruger. And then we spent some time with Kruger and then went to Cape Town. So cool. That yeah, it was awesome. Fun. Well, Allie, this, this has been so great. Thank you so much for coming on today. Awesome. Um, Thank you for having me. It's always yes. a pleasure. Always. So can you share again with us how people can reach out, follow on socials and get in touch? All right. Well, um, okay. So Instagram, AllieJoyce1. Email Allie at AllieJoyce.com. And it's A-L-I at A-L-I-J-O-Y-C-E.com. And then you can always call me 339-237-0783. Love it. And everybody has to follow Allie because you're going to meet her baby. It's one of these days. Yes, yes, exactly. We'll find out what the gender is. So exciting. Thank you again, Allie, so much for coming on today. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene. And stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.